Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Super stoked to have back one of my favorite all-time all-star guests. This is, I believe, her third appearance, which cements her in the Hall of Fame on the wall here in the lounge. Um, <laughs> she's fun to talk to, and uh, we had some um, rescheduling to do because recently both of our families incurred a story that I'd like to share with you today on a very special podcast where you can get to know really what's going on in the world. With that being said, please welcome back to the show, Mrs. Jenny Fritz. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. So yeah, like I haven't shared my story about what happened with my family and I've been waiting to, to, for this podcast because it's like, and the world is so divided right now. Like is COVID a real thing? Is it not a real thing? And we can now both say that um, it affected both of our families and it is indeed real. And like, yeah, you should wear a mask if you're in somewhere and you should get vaccinated. Like, yeah. What, what, like what happened with you, Jenny? Like tell everybody, cause I know the story, but they need to know. Right. And you, and you know what, you're so right with like everyone just not really knowing. And I, I also think a big thing now is um, with people being vaccinated, they're not realizing that even being vaccinated, you can get sick. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I feel like um, there's a lot of people that just, you know, and that's fine, like just out there doing a lot of things and not re- I, right now, and I don't know how recent your son was sick, um, but right now I feel like it is everywhere um, mm-hmm. more than before. And I think it's because there's more people out there. Um, doing stuff so our story was so my husband he joe he just had his first dose of the vaccine he was um he he he's immune um he's compromised so he has an autoimmune disease in his lungs um but he was he he waited for to get his his vaccine um so and i um was fully vaccinated but i was recently fully vaccinated because I waited until after I got my mammogram. Um, That's like a whole nother thing, but my doctor advised me. Um, And so right after I got those results, I went and got my first dose that day. Um, So vaccinated and um, Joe ended up getting sick. And do you want like the whole- like we're on a podcast where you're free to to just, this is like, you know, what people, they want to know. Yeah. So we had like a crazy, we had a crazy experience. So this might not happen to everyone, but because he um, is compromised, he was severe. So we were like, um, he, he thought like his first symptom was just congestion. So that's another thing that really scares me is that I feel like there are so like little symptoms that people don't even realize that it could be. Um, so he was just congested, like it was a Saturday. And then on Sunday, he said, I feel like I have a sinus headache. Um, and he gets them, like he gets them a lot with the allergies. So we thought nothing of it. Um, he stayed home and I like took the kids to the farm and, <laughs> but we weren't around anyone. And then we went and got ice cream. Cause it was like the night before school. Um, and we got home and he was like, I don't feel right. I think I have a fever. And he had a fever and we were like, I mean, really as adults, like, I don't even really know when I spiked, like had a fever, you know, the last time. Um, Mm -hmm. So we were like, I I said, you have to school's tomorrow. I I was like, (laughs) we can't, you know, we can't send them. We have to get a test. So we went, we, and got, we got one of like the over the counter tests. Um, 
and it was positive. And so we did, we cut, after talking to doctors and everything, they told us that you won't get a false positive with that. If it's positive, it's positive. But we, so anyway, he, his symptoms ended up getting really severe um, the first two nights. And um, we, what happened was, is he, because of his, he's compromised, they said he qualified for an antibodies treatment. Um, he didn't, he did not think twice about getting that treatment. He, he was so, so ill, right? He was so sick. Was and he, he having any um, fever dreams or anything like that? I don't know. Maybe yeah. I didn't, I didn't like ask him, but we were like, um, because of his conditions, like I was taking his, um, the oxygen, like we went, mm -hmm. I went and got a pulse ox. I was taking it like every hour. Oh my God, Jenny, I had no idea it was this extreme. Yeah. So, and so thankfully, well, and another thing is he needed, because we had that positive, like over the counter test, we needed a lab, um, like a lab one. They knew yeah. he, he was positive, but in order to treat him. So we drove around the first day. So immediately the next, so I, it's like such a long story. So the next morning, mm -hmm. the kids coughed. They both coughed. The oh, next man. A tiny little cough, a tiny little cough. And but you knew in that moment as a mother that I was like, they was... had it. I know. I, I just, <laughs> yeah, like I, I, just, I knew. So I called the doctor. They were like, oh, well, you know, you can wait. Usually we say wait five days. I was like, he said, they were like, unless they have symptoms. I said, I just want to take them in today, get them tested mm -hmm. because they both coughed. And I just need to know, I think like sooner rather than later, you know. Um, so I took them in that morning, tested them, and then I went straight to the county and got tested. Um, and then, so we got their results back the next day, but, and they were both positive already. Um, so, I mean, it's such a long story, but anyway, what happened with Were Joe, you positive? It, Did you get it too? I ended up being positive, but the weird thing is, is um, I had two negative. I started, oh, wow. what, what? You had two sorry. negatives? So I started symptoms that Wednesday. And I, but I still was testing negative. I had two negative tests. And then a week later, I tested again and was positive. Mm. And so it's just, it's very strange. But anyway, with Joe, we ended up in like the ER getting him a test so he could have the lab test. That's where the mm. people with the antibodies treatment, like it was a nurse at Lankinol, sent us there. And so he spent a lot of time waiting just to let, just to be, have like a rapid test. And then the next day he was able to get treated. After that, he was a new person. Like he, it well, he he felt like immediate relief in his chest, and then it was like maybe like a like four days, four days after that, that he was still kind of like, you know, resting, like you know, mm -hmm. just kind of like not feeling good. And then now, he, and then he, and then after that, he was like he had more energy than any of us. We were like, we didn't have any treatment. We're not ready yet. Like That's we're, awesome. We're, so like um. That feeling, I also, you know, my son got it from um, like we went on vacation and like all of a sudden, like he just was out of it. And I had that moment too. I was like, he's got it, you know, and yeah. like we we're, and then like we went and got him, you know, tested. And God, that was like so traumatic because uh -huh. like he hates putting shit up his nose and like yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was just, it was like a nightmare, you know. And then yeah. like, you know, it finally comes to it that he has it. And like, I remember like, okay, so like my whole family got tested and it was like, I was negative. My wife was negative. And then the last result didn't come in right away for Tyler. And we're like pacing the room for a couple of like minutes, you know, and then like all of a sudden neck, like positive. And I was like, Oh shit. Like yeah. as a parent, that feeling is so weird. 
like you know, know because it's like you know we're how many years is it now like uh we're what almost on year two of this oh, and like yeah. it's become normalized now but like the feeling for a parent out there who's listening who hasn't yet um experienced this it's terrifying you know you're yeah. like oh my god he has it like i was so well, i couldn't yeah. get it out of my head like the, the first 24 hours and then like i saw him start to you know slowly pull out of it but that feeling was terrifying you know like for a moment like being like oh my god like and then my you know my brother got it uh, my brother was so like you know the guilt of like being like you know i i think my son got it from his daycare but then my brother got it and then he was scared that he exposed us somehow jenny in the course of like august and september i was exposed three times directly to somebody with it and i didn't get it and i'm very oh, wow. thankful for it you know like i don't know if i, I have antibodies or whatever but like right. it is important that like you know um like i was at ambler street festival yesterday with my family having a good time and there might have been seven percent of people there at that festival wearing a mask yeah like they, some, and then like the thing that i just don't get though jenny is like you know after we've shared this you know story with people it's like how could you get mad at people for wearing a mask when you you hear stories like this where people are getting sick and then children are also you know involved it's like it's not going to last forever you know right exactly and that's the thing like i understand like i always try to like see everybody's side you know like everybody has Mm -hmm. their feelings you know um and i understand people are upset for their kids that like still have to wear masks at school and like missing out on this stuff but going through the experience that we did, like, I was always nervous about it. Um, and, you know, like you said, be, um, we kept them safe for so long and we did all of this. And then all of a sudden the kid, our kids were sick and yeah. I did the same thing. I mean, I didn't sleep. Well, I wasn't sleeping because I was taking care of Joe, but then they were sick and they both spiked high fevers. I don't know if Tyler mm-hmm. got. He did. Yeah. And he had that look on his face of malaise, just being like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, where you're just like, oh, I know that this isn't right. Like, he's right. not right. Or she's not right. You know what I mean? And that's a terrifying feeling. It's scary. You know. and, yeah. And you don't know what's how, how it's going to affect um, anybody. It affects everybody different. I mean, I just spoke to someone who had the whole house had it. Both parents were vaccinated. They both got sick, but not severe. The kids, um, they were like five, seven and uh, an infant all mm-hmm. positive but the only one who was severe was the five-year-old their five-year-old wow. almost ended up in the hospital so hearing stuff like that and g- going through the experience that we did it made me like even more nervous and worried for everybody else and it and like you said about like wearing the masks like um i don't mind doing that because it like you said it's not forever and I saw my kids get sick and there are, most kids will be okay, but there are kids who are compromised. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I saw what it did to my, uh, my adult husband who's compromised, you know, like, so Mm -hmm. imagine that. And also just like the thought of um, my, my worry is like affecting other people, you know, like um, my sister is compromised. We were with her the day before they were in our house yeah with us the day before all of us and um thank god they were okay but i think about that and i'm just like what if we had gotten her sick and what if she wasn't okay and then like Mm -hmm. joe's parents they're they're not you know they're young um but they're not they're not vaccinated and my worry is what if we had gotten them sick and i know i i know i need to um not worry about because like everybody can make their own decisions. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it, you know, it's not up to me to like protect everybody, but those are the things I think of because mm-hmm. if my child was one of, was getting someone sick and then they weren't okay, I don't want that them. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, just so yeah. much, there's so much. So then like the whole thing with like children in school, like, so my, my son just entered into, um, the public school system and like within the first yeah. three days they're like well one of the classrooms it oh. spread and you know they mm-hmm. you know uh quarantine now and they have protocols and it's just weird because it's like my son's five and like he wears a mask when he gets on the bus and like he'll always remember that like you know memory of like masks it's weird yeah. right but like it's not the worst thing yeah. i mean like some masks are cool looking and people like can make fashion out of it but yet they choose to be so angry um it's weird i mean i was grocery shopping today and like it's there's always like the i i I feel this weird (laughs) like shade from people who are not wearing masks when they look (laughs) at me for wearing a mask and then like you know i just get so weird like it's just a weird feeling because it's like you never thought in a million years that like when they announced this back in the day in march right and it was like the i am legend month i call it when i rushed to my son's nursery school thinking the end of the world was happening I never thought in a million, like that first couple of days was terrifying for everybody. And right. it was like over the course of a weekend where people were like, oh my God, my life is over, you know? And like, I bet you they never thought back then that there would be a division amongst people, like the ones, you know, who are anti-masks, the anti-vaxxers, the this, that or whatever. But it's like, I know. like you said, like, I think that, that like, the human experience is all about choice, right? We should, right. we are allowed to have choices, which makes our existence here worthwhile so when you take away somebody's choice you're taking away their existence in my opinion it's like it's not it's not fair like to impose your will like i don't even feel like it's fair for me to impose my will about what i think is cool and what is not cool you know what i mean like if it's like like i i always wanted to like talk about like kanye smith's donda album but i never did because (laughs) you know what i mean like some people like it right and it's like but with the masks and like you know with with everything it's just it's a shame because it's like it also shows that humanity is always united for just a bit before they fall apart like remember in, like after 9-11 people were like yeah, let's let's be together let's put yes. american flags up and then shortly yeah. thereafter like up oh, we're every man for himself right right i know it's so true it's so true and it, and when all of this started it 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 had it had that feeling of bringing everyone together like mm-hmm. you said, just like after 9-11, it was like this whole thing. And then now it's a whole divide. And it, it's 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 tough. It is tough. It's, it's tough to like sit back and watch as a parent, too. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, like when we were going to high school together, like, did you ever think that, <laughs> you know, in our 40s, like this is what we'd be up against? No. On a positive side, though, I was saying to <laughs> a friend last night at um over some drinks i'm like it's so weird how like (laughs) 2021 i'm 41 years old and like limp biscuit they're back and the sopranos are back and like you know what i mean like everything like has a return i I think that's a quote from some famous movie but like it is really true that like we are growing up in the weirdest of times to be not only alive but as parents like yeah what's gonna like they say that technology now will um I forget what the fact is, but like every 10 years, it'll advance the equivalent of 30 just because of how um, advanced it is. Yeah. Like when we are middle age, like really middle aged and like our parents or excuse me, our kids are like young adults. What will it look like? I know it's scary, honestly. So I don't know if you have this same thing because is Tyler in kindergarten? 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kindergarten. Okay. So he's still young. Jojo didn't start like with like the, the screens, like, well, I mean, you like the little kids, like the, you mm -hmm. know, the little stuff, but he didn't start with like video games and all that stuff until really we were home in quarantine. And then it's the all connected with their friends on like, they do like um, the Facebook messenger. Like, mm -hmm. so he'll talk on messenger with his friends um, and they're playing the video games together, which is fine. It's like a social thing. Mm -hmm. It's fine. But we struggle with like the limits with him because he never wants to shut it off. Now it's like a whole addiction. I, and the, and he does like, he does soccer, he does baseball. So I get it. And he, he's busy and he's doing a lot. So when he's here, he kind of just wants to be doing that, but it's our biggest struggle. And so just because you said that, like, what's it going to look like? I like just last night, I, I literally was saying this to myself, like kids are supposed to be playing outside and like, mm -hmm. that's how we grew up. And so now this is what they're doing. And I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like yeah. scared mm -hmm. of like what is, what's happening. You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, my son too is like addicted to the screen. He, I think that he likes So yeah, when we were home, man I, like i tried so hard from like i guess like april until i think the moment i broke was like in july you know my wife still i, I just was like in charge of ty you know and like yeah i was running out of shit to do man i was just like oh my god and like one day i made the mistake of like popping in the playstation and yeah. from there it was just you know like i I, w I remember like the moment watching my son's eyes become like addicted to something, you know, like addicted to the video game lights and the sounds. And uh, it was just depressing because I don't know. I mean, like it's a, we were a product of that as children too, as well. Like, I mean, the TV right. and stuff like that, we grew up with the yeah. television yet alone. Some people are fine, whatever. But I mean, I think it's like, the thing that sucks is my son, like he likes looking at the phone. He likes holding the phone and looking down and now he's starting to like be like oh my neck hurts and i'm like dude it's because you're staring at the t like on the well, week he gets he gets the screen on the weekends and if there's a special thing on the week you know we'll give it to him but for the most part we try not to and it's a struggle because it's like oh he always wants it as his reward you know yeah. and i'm like dude there's other things that like there's like reese's peanut butter cups that could you know like there's <laughs> other things in life that are good besides <laughs> video games and it's like and it's like he's so hooked on it and i'm like yeah. oh dude because That's when i was his age i wasn't hooked on anything really like i just had stuff i had he-man i had you know i had these right. things that i did um my right. friend and tj we and jared weiss we would play like you know in the dirt i remember and like make up scenes and like make up our own video games of sort you know like but yeah and they do do that. So mm -hmm. the kids do that at like school. They'll play like I know, yeah. him and his friends play Minecraft like in person, like they make mm -hmm. it up. And so like that they do, they do do that. But, and sometimes I feel like maybe I'm overreacting because we did have like, we had Nintendo and like all that stuff. Um, And so I feel like maybe I'm like worrying too much. Maybe it's just like, because they're holding the device. And like you said, they're looking down, they're getting their- They're looking like, down, the yeah. Neck and this and the you know the bright screen and maybe it's that i don't know what it is but see that's why i'm all for technology to advance so that way they don't have to look down no more and like yes. if they want to play it like that i mean like some, some people are so against like uh like it's inevitable now that this is going to happen that technology will right it's already it's already part of our life so you can't mm -hmm. go nowhere without your phone 
you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like the kids should deserve the right to be able to keep their necks up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so the, the video game should just be in their minds. I mean, right. like there's like this whole neural link thing that like um, Elon Musk wants to do. Like, I would go for it. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be great to know if like you're about to like, oh, well, don't go overboard on sodium this month because you are at risk of having a heart attack or something and like having like a computer tell you that right i'd be, I'd be down with that okay yeah. that sounds <laughs> that sounds good to me but some people are like no it's the end of times it's this i'm like why is te technology has always like kind of um been uh vilified you know right. so i'm right. starting to think like maybe like it could be used for the better you know yeah and the whole idea of like chipping your child like i, I don't <laughs> I'm, I'm so in the middle of that because just yesterday, <laughs> I mean, he didn't, he was right behind me, but I thought for, he didn't like, we were in a crowd and I'm like, Tyler, where are you? And like, he was like literally behind me, just That's not talking as a joke. And I was just like, dude, don't ever use that again. Yeah. But uh, you know, like that shit scares it's me. Terrifying. Yeah. It's so yeah. scary. Um, yeah. That's like, so I, 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 I feel the same way as you because I, I, uh, that is one of my things I, I do where I sometimes I'm like over paranoid. Like I did, Jojo did that to me one time at like at the park, it was Sutcliffe Park and there was mm -hmm. like one dad there and there was one other person there and I mm -hmm. like screamed because they say you're supposed to, do you know, I don't know if you've ever watched that thing, but they say like if you're in a crowded place, you can't find them, you're supposed to um, scream and like um, describe them very loudly. I've actually been somewhere where that's yeah. happened. Yeah. And it was oh terrifying. God. But oh. I became very alert. Yeah. It was yeah. Um, Ocean City, I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's so. But for scary. the listeners out there, yeah, you have to scream like what they look like. Um, yeah. Just start describing, describing your child. It's, it's literally my worst fear. Like even talking about it right now, my knees are getting like cold. <laughs> like I'm just, because I, I, like it, that feeling is so. I think that that feeling is even worse than the COVID feeling. To be honest. Like when you got COVID, it's like, all right, we're going to get through this. But yeah. like thinking for a moment that you've lost your kids, oh, it's, it's got to be up there with like, because like, let's face it. I mean, it is the worst like yeah. um, shaming that you could do to your, like I messed up completely. Oh my I've God. lost my child. I know. That's why I like, I like doing things that are enclosed. Like I like going to, we belong to a pool in the summer and it's like, I know where they're at. You yeah. can't go nowhere. The pool's you know? amazing. The pool's amazing because mm -hmm. it's the one place that you can, well, I mean, as long as they can swim, that you can let them yeah. just like JoJo <laughs> like rules the, you know, the grounds because he can mm -hmm. just go wherever he wants. He can go, you know, to snack bar by himself. He can go wherever he wants there. It's, it's like, it gives them a good sense of independence, but that's probably yeah. the only place. That's I know. Like, and then, and then it yeah. ends and, and you go back to the school year and like, mm -hmm. we used to go every Saturday and Sunday and it was just the best. And yeah, I look forward to summers now because it's like, man, I never thought the swim club would be where, I would, where it's at. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but we have friends that go, go there and like, you know, do you go to have like white cloths? We go to uh, this place called Whitping, Whitping okay. Greens, okay. which is up, yeah, up here, but um, it's great, you know? And uh, something about like, you know, being around a bunch of families with kids, it makes it yeah. easier, you know, for the yeah. people out there listening to this podcast without children. I don't know what you're, you're listening to this for, but maybe this could be like a checklist for you <laughs> yeah. of things to come. <laughs> because of all the terrifying things that could happen, you know, what, what's, the, what's, what's some other terrifying thing? Okay, your kid's extremely okay. sick. You've lost your kid. What's up there in the top three of just 
Oh shit. <laughs> Let me oh, shit. Um, I guess just like them maybe injuring themselves, like uh, uh, you're right. Oh, injuries. Like their head, their head. Oh. Yes, that it's like I worry so much about head injuries mm-hmm. because CT and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and just like yeah, I see, and this is another thing. Like the it, Instagram connects us to, and social media connects us to stories we wouldn't never really hear about mm-hmm. ever. Um, but so I, there's one that I follow and a little girl, probably like six, um, uh, had, had, I think she fell off a golf cart or something, Wow. head injury. And she's still, I mean, it's been years. She's still not back, you know, like almost like not brain dead, but like, they're still, you know what I mean? things like that <laughs> it's yeah, so it's terrifying so we actually we left uh, um i guess i should say their name because i mean uh, maybe they've changed but should i say their another well, franchise so i can't actually i shouldn't say their name because it'll okay. i probably get the fun but this, <laughs> yeah. this school um that we had taken to him originally before the one we settled on he fell on the playground and got hurt and they didn't call us we found out at the end of the day and uh good it was like my wife went not me and if yeah. i would have went i would have went berserk like completely right. one time i went and like i saw him like uh he wasn't in the classroom he was outside in the playground right so like right. you know i used to be in education and you know i like to like watch my money at work so i just was in the window watching him i was watching the way he was interacting with his teachers and um playground you know aids or whatever and he goes down the slide backwards and there's like one aide goes up to him and like she puts her finger like right in my son's face and it's like screaming at him yeah and i walk out immediately and i put my finger in her face i was like you see how, see how close my finger like i calmly right i was like you see how close my fingers are and she was like excuse me here are you i was like oh i'm his dad i was like you see how close my fingers are and she was like yeah i do i was like doesn't feel good huh i was like let's go ty and like dude, that was like the beginning of the end because i was just like screw this place uh this place like was super expensive it was a brand new place franchise maybe you could figure out if you're a detective out there um it's implementing (laughs) on walton road uh and i was just so livid like after he fell and hit his head and like we had to pull him out of there and when you pull a kid out when you're under contract you lose money which sucked but we were like whatever you know like we're not having our kid here yeah but i wrote a terrible letter and I still feel that places like that shouldn't, you know, like just because like you're a name brand, like you pay teach, you pay those people who watch children shit right. money, just right. shit money. And it's like they it's the most important job we've got. Right. Is to watch exactly. our children. Like you yeah. should be getting like 30 to like $40 an hour, I think would be proper. But no, yeah. th- these people get like sometimes eleven sixty-seven, fourteen dollars $14 an hour. Maybe even if they're at the top of their game, $18 an hour, if they're in the nursery school or, you know, um, after school care. And that's not enough money at all. You know, you make more money door dashing for Christ's sake. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's it's not right. And like, I used to be like, so I just couldn't understand it, you know, because, you know, the people who run this school, they make the money. Mm -hmm. And it's the people that you are caring for the, your children yeah like that's always um 
like Joe always thinks like babysitting is so expensive, like because babysitters charge so much. Per yeah, what, hour. Okay, so what is the going rate now for babysitting? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a lot. I mean, it's is it like 25, 20? Like, yeah, I, I would say uh, 20 is like average, I feel like 20 an hour. Whereas yeah. like when I babysat, I mean, I wasn't making, I, I it, $10 was like a lot, I remember. Um, so, Let me ask you a question. When you were a babysitter, did you get paid hard cash at the end of the night? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I always um, remember being like as a kid, like there was the Adventures of Babysitting movie, you know, and being yes. like, Man, like well, it's such a stereotype that men aren't capable of watching children. Like I would be good at it, you know what I mean? But like yeah. I was never. I guess I, what I'm trying to say is I wanted to be a babysitter. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so what's what's the most money you ever got paid as a babysitter as a kid? More than ten? I don't think I ever got more than ten. Like that's pretty, really so in the nineties though, that was quite a bit of money. Cause was that it was minimum wage, like three forty or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know. today, so today, so we had a babysitter one time, get the $20 an hour. She comes over here. She watches, we go out, we go to a wedding, we get drunk. She comes back. I pay her hard cash. She leaves. <laughs> and then I look in the sink and she left like all of her, like, um, like MSG oiled up takeout in my oh. drain and it was like a mess jenny like oh um, no gross. and i was like i just paid her all this money and now i'm cleaning up after and right. that was the last we ever used her but yeah <laughs> i'm weird i'm weird about leaving my kid with people too yes i me too um but so we we only have like one babysitter that i besides you know family um mm -hmm. and i always like just tell joe like i it's worth every penny for me to have someone that I trust with all my heart to babysit mm -hmm. my kids. Like when someone's taking care of your kids, you need to, you need to pay trust them, them, right? Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. You need to trust them. And you also need to pay them because people value, you know, they want to yeah. feel that, you know, like, so yeah, that's, but yeah, I'm like that with, so we have one babysitter. I, there's other babysitters I talk to that I think are great and trust also, I just haven't used them yet, um, but we we also don't get out that much. So yeah, no, like, I mean, like, it's, like, it's weird too because it's like um, my wife and I we were talking like we can't remember the last time like we did. We think it was a wedding, and that was like maybe two years ago is the last time we went out. I like know, literally, like we go out together, you know, yeah. and like we go out to you know eat or whatever like as a family. But like, yeah, we were talking like, and it's like two gets like we. I don't know. I just feel weird. Like during the pandemic, I don't know. I just got like weird. Like we had new neighbors move in recently and we became good friends with them. And my son is good friends with their son. That's and it's come to the point where like they'll send their son here and he'll be alone. And then now my son is starting to go up there and I'm not there with him. And like, it was yeah. weird, Jenny, a weird feeling for me, like being like down the block thinking like, what's he doing? Is he going to get hurt? Is he, you know, wearing a helmet? Cause they skateboard. And I'm just right. like, ah, Right. Crazy. Crazy it's, being a parent. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, you know, those first um, like play dates where you're not there. Yeah. Like where it's not, you know, at your house. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I, we haven't done that many of those either. Although once yeah, it's they a get weird older, feeling. Yeah. And yeah, once they get older, it's inevitable. I mean, like they got to go and socialize. They got to learn yeah. things about each other that way. But God, it's just I mean, I was a stay at home dad from the get go. And it's like five years goes by so fast like they go from being like completely at your mercy for everything to the point where now it's like 
like if we're in public now, like he doesn't want to hold my hand because he's like the dude, you know, he's Aww. the man's man. And I'm like, oh, dude, like he did it to me. And then like Jenny, the first time I took him to the bus, Jesus, <laughs> that walk back to my my house was just so um, <laughs> melodramatic and like the best like 80s sitcom way that I could imagine. You know, I was just like, this is life. And like the piano like kicks in as I'm walking home. Like, um. <laughs> yeah like he goes to, on the bus now and i know for yeah. some people out there uh, he goes on the bus it's that was a weird weird feeling watching yeah. him like drive away and be like oh he's at the mercy now of this dude who's the driver he's an old and then like i started like doing like detective work i'm like he seems like an older dude they must put the older dude in charge of the younger dudes because he, <laughs> they, they, you know what i mean because i've seen yeah. some bus drivers look i've seen some bus drivers in my neighborhood outside smoking cigarettes before they start their route and these oh. people yeah. how do i say this best hard living looking individuals you know what i mean like they might have been up a few hours you know ago but they've been drinking the night before and smoking cigarettes it looks like it looks like to me and i'm like right. thinking like should right. i become a school bus driver oh, should i like drive my kid to school right i know the bus is tough we actually haven't thank god had to deal with that yet but next year we will oh um, you oh you haven't done it yet have, oh, it's yeah. nuts so, okay yeah. so like day one like you know they're like um well, they'll send out like a notice like, well, the buses are running a little bit late, so expect a delay. So the first day his bus is supposed to arrive at 342. We don't get an email, phone call, anything. And he didn't arrive till 414. And I was bugging out on the bus stop, okay. calling my wife being like, what's going on? They called that she called the school. The school was like, Well, there must be some sort of uh, delay. We see that, you know, and I'm like, What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the first day. Was it like the second first? or third day, but they yeah. were figuring out their roots with the, the, right. the middle school and then the elementary schools. But right. like I was bugging out. But then like once the schedule got set, you know, it was cool. But a- God, that was a weird feeling. But yeah, that's scary. And then the other thing I found out too is cool is like now Colonial for the little guys, they give out free lunch. Isn't that cool? Yes. I think that's just amazing. It Isn't that really cool? Is. Like yeah. we used to have to pay and like it was so yeah. confusing. Do you, do you remember our lunch tickets? <laughs> Do you remember them blue lunch tickets? <laughs> I think they were blue or green. Yeah. And they would like pop them. I think so. But I was so, I'm like, I was picky. I feel like I packed like all the time. Are you packed? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, but like I was so broke and I didn't have money in high school that sometimes I would just walk out of the line with the, the Kaiser uh, turkey and cheese oh sandwiches, which I, I had no money at some points. So I was starving. It's like, what do you do? And like, you're embarrassed. You have no money. Right. And then I guess I resorted to being a thief and uh, I've since repented for it, but I don't know if I've ever <laughs> admitted that on the show. But uh, I also was having a conversation um, with uh, our fellow classmate, uh, Jody Lukens. Um, yes. And uh, <laughs> I ta- we were having a conversation about, do you remember our student ID numbers? Yes. And they still have those. Do you remember yours? Um, I don't think so. So here's the weird thing. I totally remember. It's 62616. And I remember being like, so when they first gave me the number, I had forgotten all about this until like I had heard that they were still giving out the student numbers. Right. Jody didn't remember hers as as well, but I remember the anxiety that I felt getting that number and being told, you've got to remember this number. This is the key to your education. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I still remember it. I know. So I wish I, I could. I, it's not worth anything, my memory, but uh, right. 
it is I pretty good yeah i i remember jojo's now that's i think that's why i can't remember mine i have to have like i i had to memorize his because he needs it he needed it for like all his logins and like all that stuff i know isn't that stuff crazy the logins the virtual rooms and oh my god good for them though that they were able to keep education going but i just wonder what the experience is for kids now is it is it a drag or is it like are they learning everything that they used to do outside of school now in school? <laughs> do you know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they need I, to start I, teaching kids some real shit, Jenny. Okay. I was <laughs> re- listening to this one podcast. They need to seriously bring home economics back because these kids don't know how to do nothing, man. Like oh, people don't know how to clean. They don't no, know they how really to like, do. they yeah. don't. I've been yeah. to some places where I'm like, are, are you, you know, are you taking vitamins? Cause this place is disgusting right now. Like you, <laughs> Wait, Weird. I can't believe they don't have that. So in high school, they don't have those classes. No, that's completely so removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I was just thinking about our class um last night. We had like, what was it? Cooking. Was it home? It was cooking class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Miss Duncan. Yes. And it was our table. It was uh, like me, you, Jeff Brown, and Dan. Dan Nero. Yep. Right. Yep. And we cooked, yeah. we whipped up some good shit. But you know what I mean? Like I still, I still cook and yeah. uh I still do the wash, you know, and like, it's weird to, to say it, but it's like, these are also things now too, that people pay other people to do like these kids, you know, um, it's not, it's not unnormal for them to, uh, um, how I said, okay. So during the pandemic, I was door dashing quite a bit. And I noticed that lots of students were ordering food and to them paying $20 for uh, a value meal. Yeah. is okay. They're cool with it. There's no sense of value to the doc. Somebody will bring it, bring it in through the door. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, cool. But like that, that's the thing that like is so weird to me is the self-service to thing of like tech for the younger generation. But I do believe that including home economics and also too, like, let's be real, like half that shit we learned just didn't make sense. I mean, like the stuff we need to know as adults, you know, how to cook, how to clean, how to, um, refinance mortgages you know how how to do uh your taxes and this is really it and like you know the whole school system jenny is just built so we can go and make money during the day and our kids go somewhere our kids don't deserve to be how long is it like six hours they're away from us during the day sometimes more with after school things like it doesn't need to be that long let's be honest most shit you learn in two hours (laughs) tops Right. But, like, people don't want that. And that's also too like why the pandemic was so frightening for some people because they're like, what am I going to do? My kids are at home with me. And like when it happened, because I had already been Mr. Mom, I was like, well, shit, I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to be wearing pajamas for the most part. <laughs> and <laughs> we are going to be, you know, completely out in the magitorium land. But right. I don't know. I, I, I had a good time with it. I mean, yes, I did go crazy and allowed him to w- watch video games, but it is what it is. We're surviving yeah. as parents. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that's another thing. It's not going to hurt them. It's really mm-hmm. not. I, I worry too much about that. Um, but like, they're all doing the video games and all of that. And sometimes like my, my sister is always the one she's always, she's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like they're fine. It's not like we're yeah. not doing anything. It's, it's not like they're doing like drugs. <laughs> right. Right. And it's, and it's <laughs> Or maybe they are. We don't even know yet what the long-term ramifications of this technology are. 
Um, one of the things I want to talk about uh, too is like, so like, you know, I remember, you know, the first time you came on the podcast and I believe the second time was both pre pandemic and you were starting your photography business and then like, you know, the pandemic happened. So like, I just wanted to check in with you with that. Like, where are you with, uh, you know, the, the photos? Oh, so my good. I'm in a good place. Mm -hmm. I feel like the pandemic um, helped me so much. And it's weird to, you know, it's weird to say that, but I had like that downtime to really kind of like just uh, focus and, you know, obviously wasn't downtime because I was taking care of my kids, but I wasn't stressed. And I don't know, I was able to kind of just like, I am almost like a, like I reset my energy. (laughs) If That makes sense. No, I totally Um, get that. Yeah, I knew, I thought you would. Um, so it's good. We like my business is um, we have busy seasons. So um, the fall is always the busiest for me. And last year, I always hold like an end of the year sale. And last year, um, I booked this whole fall with that sale. Mm-hmm. So all my weekends are filled and like through like mid November because we're going away at the end of November. Um, nice. Yeah, we figured now is the time to do it since we have like our natural mm-hmm. immunity. Um, so we're <laughs> we're going to see my um, we're going to go to Florida. I have family in Florida, so oh good. Um, yeah. So through like the second week of November, I'm booked, and so that's good, you know. And then I'm just kind of um, uh, I'm going to start like a, a part time job. Um, I feel like I'm always like there's always we always have to um you know, pivot a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to like, uh, make things work. And so I am going to start a part-time job soon, um, in an office that's in Conshohocken. Um, and it's only three days a week. So for that is like for my downtime, like December, February. Sorry, right. Jenny, my son. Oh, look oh, what okay. you got dude here live on the podcast. You got a Mandalorian <laughs> costume. Here, show oh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. I love wow. it. Is that that's the Halloween costume? Oh my god! How were you able to find that? Wow! For the people out there listening, he you know, that's amazing. The Mandalorian <laughs> costume. He just came in with it, so it's going to be an interesting day. Oh. I, I'm super stoked that um, your business um, flourished during it because it is, you know, I remember like you were doing the um, the front door photography of like families. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, from a distance and stuff with like you know the wide angle lenses and stuff um it's cool too because like this time i love this time of year because the lighting outside is so awesome that's my favorite like the yeah. the fall the fall golden sunset light is my favorite so it's it's the best um but yeah so for like the front i for like the pandemic i didn't shoot until probably like in the summer but mm-hmm. i mean it's still it, it was it everything worked out for last yeah, year. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Yeah, and it just got me into like a better place where I can manage things. And so now I have my downtime like filled in. Um, so it's good. I, I feel in a really good place right now with my business, so. Well, I'm super stoked. I'm stoked that you came back on the show. I'm gonna have to have you back on again. You make podcasting very easy. Oh, I, I, wrote, I wrote it down during the show. I think you should have a podcast called, uh, oh my God, Jenny, exclamation Stop point. <laughs> OMG comma jenny exclamation point it'd be great you could just do it and just talk you know some people like they just talk by themselves i think you could totally do that show and people would tune in but uh, i really appreciate you coming back on the show definitely have you again 
Thank you, Bob. Check out our photography. I'll put some links down here in the podcast for everybody. Oh, yeah. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. Enjoy the rest of your day. Um, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day, too, with the Mandalorian here in the lounge. Yeah. Uh, my name is Bob. My guest today was Jenny Fritz, and this has been another episode of the Bobcast. <laughs>